0: Welcome to Scuba Shack Radio, episode 61, recorded Sunday, June 20th, 2021. Scuba Shack Radio is a bi weekly podcast in support of our mission to empower individuals with knowledge, ability, and experience to venture underwater in pursuit of their aspirations and to advocate for ocean health and sustainability. Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to this latest episode of Scuba Shack Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Cinserpino. First off... Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Please take a few minutes today to remember your dad, whether he's still with you or not. Well, tomorrow we officially enter summer, and we are very much looking forward to a much better summer than 2020. I'm never going to say it can't be any worse, because as we have seen, the unthinkable, like a worldwide shutdown to a pandemic, can happen. So I'm just very thankful that we have the vaccines available, the family is fully vaccinated, and we can go about our lives and in many places without a mask. I've got to admit that it really did feel strange the first time I walked into the convenience store to get a cup of coffee without wearing a mask. But the lifting of the COVID-19 restrictions sure does feel good. On today's show, I'm going to go do another installment of Your Next Dive, and this time we'll be staying here in the United States when I take you to Key Largo. But first up is our news and information segment, Wet Notes. So here we go. This is Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio for Sunday, June 20th, 2021. And first up today, if you're a collector of BC tags, like the Dan tags that I talked about last time here on the show, or like those BC tags you get when you dive the Kittywake wake on Grand Cayman, it seems like there's a new tag being offered on Bonaire. But this one is a little different. Now, the Reef Renewal Foundation Bonaire or RRFB, is teaming up with Nobo, N-O-B-O, who is a plastic recycler on Bonaire, and they're creating this recycled plastic BC tag. Now, it's made from type 2 HDPE plastic, and that's like the plastic you find in your shampoo bottles. And they're being distributed at affiliated dive shops on the island, and their cost is $10. So, if you're headed down there, check out these very cool sky blue tags. And oh by the way, the dive shops are serving as recycling centers for HDPE Type 2 plastic. Every little bit helps. Good job down here in Bonaire. Way back in October of 2019, I did a segment on Project Aware. And subsequently I talked about Project AWARE Week, their Coral Reef Conservation course, and the Project AWARE Dive Against Debris specialty. So you can see Project AWARE is very special to us at Scuba Shack. There's little doubt that Paddy is the driver, and they just recently announced that Project AWARE has now become the Paddy AWARE Foundation, and they announced this on World Ocean Day. PADI and PADI-Aware Foundation share a mission to expand advocacy and achieve critical ocean goals. While the PADI-Aware Foundation will operate as an independent nonprofit organization, it is able to fully tap into PADI brand and operations. This is clearly evident in the new logo, prominently using the PADI Globe and Diver. Also, the website for Paddy Aware Foundation has moved under the Paddy domain. 30 years strong and now strengthened for the future. Many of us who dive our dry suits get spoiled by the pockets on each leg for bringing all our necessary gear on a dive with easy access. But what do you do if you are in your 3 millimeter wetsuit with a BC that is not conducive to pockets. Well, that's where something like the Apex tech shorts come in. No need to glue those pockets onto your wetsuit like we used to do. Now, I've had my Apex tech shorts for a couple of years now. And in 2021, Apex has redesigned the tech shorts, and it looks like they did a great job. They're made of 3 millimeter neoprene with two large dry suit style pockets with, bungees atta- with bungee attachment points. I really like the way they did those pockets. The outside of the pocket also has a small zippered little pocket for some smaller stuff. The back size is something called a rubber, rubber logo print and it's there for durability and grip when sitting down. Can't wait to check them out when we get the pair into the shop. Who knows? Maybe an upgrade is in the works. Now, here's something that hits home for me. One of the newest Mission Blue Hope spots is Oluwalu Reef on Maui. Now, for many years, we would make the journey out to Maui, and right before we'd get to Kahanapali Beach, we'd pass through Oluwalu and the beautiful trees lining the highway. Now, as a reminder, Mission Blue is Sylvia Earle's organization for protecting the oceans through hope spots. Hope spots are special places that are scientifically identified as critical to the health of the ocean. So why Oluwalu? Well, it's a special place for Hawaiians. It's known as Pu'u Ho'anu, or sanctuary. Unfortunately, this sanctuary nearly uh, lost 50% of the reef through a bleaching in 2015. Now this hope spot is being led by, by Dr. Mark Dikos, Executive Director and Chief Scientist of the Hawaiian Association for Marine Education and Research. I love diving Oluwalu, especially the tur- turtle cleaning stations where large numbers of green sea turtles come in and get their shells cleaned. Let's hope, this hope spot is successful. We just finished up an awesome PADI Dive Master class, and we are very proud of our new Dive Masters. It is certainly a rewarding program. Now, there is something new from PADI to help people understand just what a Dive Master is and what they do. It's the PADI Introduction to Dive Master. Now, this program is a new electronic learning project that can be accessed through the PADI e-learning portal. And best of all, it's free. You'll get an intro, a course overview, an intro to your role as a PADI dive master, and there are example case studies. You also uh, get a little bit of an intro into how to demonstrate skills and more. The program also outlines the specialties that a PADI Dive Master can conduct. This new Intro to PADI Dive Master initiative is a great way to embark on your professional journey. DEMA or the Dive Equipment and Marketing Association recently published a news update, reiterating that the mask mandate on dive boats in the United States remains in effect. Now, this uh, mask mandate was put in place on January 21st, 2021 by President Biden's executive order 13998. Well, it certainly made sense back then to require masks on aircraft, in airports, on trains, buses, and public maritime vessels. But wait a minute, what about now? With over 50% of the U.S. fully vaccinated, I wonder when this executive order will be rescinded. There isn't any expiration date on it. Hopefully it will be soon. I really didn't enjoy being masked all day when we were in the airport or on the planes when we went to the Bahamas. And it's certainly uncomfortable on a dive boat. Fingers crossed that logic will win over politics. Well, that's it for this edition of Wet Notes here on Scuba Shack Radio. Last year, my goal was to do a segment of Your Next Dive, where I featured Key Largo, a dive mecca here in the United States. I wanted to time this segment for just after we returned from Key Largo in April of 2020. Well, we all know how that turned out. We did not get there. And again, in 2021, we were not able to plan out an excursion as we would have hoped to. 2022, however, is on the horizon but I didn't want to wait any longer to talk about Key Largo. So here we go with your next dive where we travel to Key Largo, Florida. I think I've mentioned it before here on the podcast that my first dives after getting uh, certification were with It's a Dive located at the Marriott Hotel on the Overland Highway in Key Largo. And it was fantastic. How about your first real dive being on a real historic wreck, the city of Washington, a ship that was in Havana Harbor when the USS Maine exploded and sank. Now, there are many reasons to choose Key Largo as your dive destination, especially if you live in the eastern part of the United States. First off, it's easy to get to. You can either fly into Fort Lauderdale, which is my preferred airport, as I find it logistically easier to navigate, or Miami, which is a little closer to Key Key Largo. You just hop in your rental car, that is, if you can find one these days, and head on down. Now let's talk a little bit about the dive operators in Key Largo. As you can imagine, being the dive mecca that it is, there are quite a number of operators to choose from. It's a dive at the Marriott is no longer operating, but I will talk about two of the operators I'm familiar with. They are Horizon Divers and Rainbow Reef. Now, right after only a couple of months after I did that first trip to Key Largo, I returned, and at that time I dove with Horizon Divers. Back then, they were located in the marina at mile marker 100 of the Overseas Highway, and that was right next to the courtyard by Marriott, which at the time was a Radisson. It was very convenient to roll out a bed get a quick bite to eat, and stroll over to the dive shop. Horizon Divers has moved, however, and they are now located on the Overseas Highway at Mile Marker 106. That's the dive shop and a retail store. Their boats are located about a half a mile up the road next to a place called Shipwrecks Oceanside. Now, Rainbow Reef has taken over the old Horizon Diver facility at the Mile Marker 100 Marina. Additionally, they also bought out ocean divers on the other side of the marina and have quite a large operation now. The last time we were in Key Largo, we stayed at the courtyard and dove with Horizon. We were going to go back to Key Largo in 2020 and plan to dive with Rainbow Reef. We didn't make it down there. Now, if you're looking to do more technical diving, then I think Horizon divers may be a better choice. For the shallow reefs that I like, Rainbow Reef might be a good option as they have those big 46-foot Newton dive boats. Now, I have to admit that I've never done the deeper wrecks down there like the Spiegel Grove or the Duane or the Bib, but I love the shallow wrecks like the City of Washington, the Hannah M. Bell, also known as Mike's Wreck, and especially the Benwood. They are teeming with fish life and are great places to do fish identification and surveys. You can also experience some great dives on Elbow Reef, Molasses Reef, and French Reef. Another great shallow dive uh, through the sp- Spur and Grove Carl is Christ of the Abyss at Dry Rocks. You can get some great photo opportunities there. The water temperatures in Key Largo range from the mid-70s in the winter months to the mid-80s in the peak of the summer. When I dove in April of 2019, I was pretty comfortable on the shallow reefs with my 3 millimeter wetsuit. If you only uh, want to do two morning dives, um, you can free up your afternoons for some topside adventures. A trip to Reef Headquarters inter- is interesting, Or you can take a tour of the Coral Restoration Foundation. And just down the road is the History of Diving Museum in Almorada. I was really looking forward to getting to the museum last year and hope that I can make it down there next April. Now let's talk about the dining. Well, if you're staying at the courtyard on the marina, you don't have to get in your car and drive someplace. You can just stroll over to Skipper's Dock right on the marina. They have some great conch chowder there. And if you want a burger or some pub food, then walk a little bit further down the dock to Sharky's Shark Bite Grill. You'll probably run into some of the dive staff there hanging out. Now, another great place to eat is the Pilot House, and that's located right near the Coral Restoration Foundation, very close by. And and if you're in the mood for pizza, then check out Upper Crust Pizza at mile marker 101.6. Just make sure it's not Wednesday, as they are closed. We made that mistake. So, as I wrap up this segment, if you've been diving in Key Largo, I hope that you will agree that it is really a cool place to dive. And if you've never been there, I would encourage you to consider putting a trip there on your calendar. I regret having taken 14 years between visits. I'm not going to make that mistake again. Ah, Key Largo, what fun. I got to tell you a little story about my 2019 visit. Monty and I went to Upper Crust Pizza for dinner, and as we were sitting down, the owner came over and said to me, good to see you again. Now, I recognized him and he recognized me from that 2005 trip. Astonished, I said, I haven't been here for 14 years. To which he replied, what took you so long? Well, there's no good answer to that. Looking forward to getting back to Key Largo soon. Well, that's it for this Father's Day edition of 2021 of Scuba Shack Radio. Thanks again for listening, and I'll be back again in two weeks with more. So take care, everybody, and goodbye for now.